This boundary series just keeps coming. Every time I sit and think about it for a minute in a quiet space, I go, ooh, that's another good one I need to talk about. So welcome to part six of the boundary series on the Sweet Empowerment Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Brown. I'm really looking forward to sharing this little tidbit with you guys today. It is titled, Giving Grace to Your Boundary Receiver. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. (laughs) This is a tough one. I really want you all to take a really deep breath right now. Exhale slowly. Open your mind and heart. And what I'd really like you to do is to tap into the love that you have for your person, the person that you are attempting to set a boundary with. Keep in mind that our boundaries are limits that we set with people based on behavior that is unacceptable to us. This is not about opinion like, I don't like that you eat Mexican food or you snack at ice cream at night, or things like that. It's not about that. It's about things that affect us directly, that are disrespectful or dishonoring in the way that we are choosing to live. Most of the time, but not limited to, we are setting boundaries with those who are closest to us. The people that we love most in the world. And that is probably why that we have refrained from setting boundaries in the first place because we're afraid of losing the love or disrupting the relationship so we have withheld so what happens when we get it in our mind that this is really the highest and most serving thing to do to set a boundary with our person and it will be for the highest good of all concerned as you guys learned in a couple of parts ago Yet, it's not really taking root quickly. Your person may do it for a while, and then they fall off, and then it happens again, and you have to do it again, and there's a little bit of a repeating pattern coming forth. It's in that time that we need to be aware of a couple of things that are happening, because our boundary even set with an action boundary, may not stick the first time. Now, I love it when it does, and a lot of time it does, but there are some reasons why this could be happening again. The first thing is, you got to consider that you change the rules on your person. Your person is used to doing a certain behavior, and all of a sudden, we decide, hmm, that's not okay. Now, of course, this is not relevant with someone that we're newly introduced to or newly dating because we don't know them well. I'm really speaking to the points where we've known a person for a long time and we've just decided enough is enough and we start to set boundaries with that person. We change the game, guys. I've done this. I've got family members who I love so much and I've had to put some limits in certain areas and man, The upheaval that came from that was crazy because they weren't used to this. They were used to a certain interaction or behavior with me that I accepted in the past. I showed them that it was okay. 
So when I change the game on them, it's going to take a minute. They might even feel the truth of it. They might not even understand it's for a good reason. But they still have formed a habit, a conditioned pattern of the way that they interact with us, and it might take them a second. The other reason why it might take them a minute to change this pattern is because they might need to break a habit. Let's say you have a family member that gets really emotional and raises their voice when they're in a tough situation and they tend to lash out at you. Well, that's a conditioned response in their body. They get upset and this is their automatic reaction to those feelings. So it's going to take them a minute to go within themselves and to become very conscious of what is happening inside themselves in order to break that habit. It could also mean that some people are going to have to choose higher for themselves. Let's say they have a habit of staring at other women. Let's say your partner has that habit and you want them to break that habit because it feels very disrespectful to you, but occasionally it happens. But you're starting to see it wean off. You're seeing less of it, but it still kind of happens here and there. So what do you do? Do you freak out? Do you throw down? Do you say, I let, I gave this boundary, I set this action boundary, and you're still doing this thing? Or do you give them grace inside your heart? Extend love to them energetically and let them know that you understand that they just fell off a little bit, replace the boundary, reinstate the boundary, and move on from there. As long as you're seeing progress, give your person some grace. Progress is the key. If they're completely ignoring you, they're doing the same thing over again, fooey on you, whatever, you're crazy, you're selfish, you're controlling, you're this, you're that, gaslight, gaslight, putting all this stuff on you, and nothing's changing, well, I can't say that you can give a lot of grace in that because they're not even trying. You're going to have to think of something else at that point of whether or not you want to stay in a relationship with this person. But if you see the person trying, it's getting better incrementally. I want to invite you to step into your higher self in that moment and extend them some grace. Now, you still may not like what they did, whatever it might be, but you can still extend them some grace. Back when my kids and I were living with my mother, my mother cared for my youngest a lot while I was working, and she kind of spoiled her. She was buying her stuff all the time. If the kid asked for it, she bought it. And it was tough for me because I taught my two older kids that they needed to wait, they needed to earn it, not just get everything that they asked for. Perhaps maybe chip in for it, learn a bit of of financial responsibility, save some chore money. I just felt my way through that. Well, one time I said to my mom, hey mom, we got to stop buying her everything She's getting a little spoiled. She's expecting everything. She's getting in the car after school and saying, I want this. She said, yes, I know. I agree with you. I understand. Blah, blah. Well, she got into school. The, my child got in, in the car with me on a Friday. And she, I mean, she was little. <laughs> Maybe first grade. I don't know. And she lays down what she wants. Couldn't tell you what it was, but she laid it down. I want this. I want this. And all I could think of was Veruca Salt. I was like, oh, dear Lord, here it is. And I said, okay, honey, well, we're going to wait. And I gave her the little conversation and let's see about this and let's see about that. 
And the first thing I did when I walked in the door was said, mom, pulled her aside, please don't give her X, whatever it was. I said, she's going to ask you. She's going to beg you. She knows you give in. And my mom was a gentle person. We had, we had good conversations. So this was not a fighting fit, but it was something that I needed to break. And I had mentioned it to her several times. And she said, oh, yeah, no, no, I won't. Well, by Sunday afternoon, I had a workshop or something. I can't remember where I was, but I know I had to leave the house for a couple hours. And I came back and my little one came running in the room with the toy. And I was just like, oh, yay. I could <laughs> remember not really being able to be happy. I tried to fake it because it's not her fault. Oh, that's lovely. What a cute thing. And I had to pull my mom aside. I said, Mom, I asked you this. I told you exactly what she was going to do. And the minute I was out of the picture, out of the house, she asked you and you folded. Yeah, I know. And she felt really bad about it, but I gave her grace. I didn't freak out. I didn't get mad at her. I didn't make it a huge offense, even though I felt disrespected and I felt as though my boundary didn't matter and how I tried to raise my kids didn't matter. And But it wasn't that. It was that my mom is a giver beyond, beyond. Now, when we were growing up, there was a, she was a stay-at-home mom. My dad worked. My dad was very frugal. So we didn't get everything we wanted because there wasn't a bunch of money being thrown around the house. But at this older age, retirement age, she had plenty. So to her, she's always been generous. She's not thinking anything about it. She could say no to us as children because it wasn't available, but she had a hard time saying no to my daughter. So I took all of that stuff into account, and I gave her grace for it. I didn't ream her. I expressed that why it was not okay and, and to please don't do it again. And she didn't do it again after that. She came to me and would ask me, what do you think? She's asking for this. She's asking for that. Now, it's not always as simple as buying a child a toy. Sometimes there's bigger boundaries that need to be set. And there's more at stake about them. So you really have to go within and find out what your deal breakers are how much is acceptable, how much is unacceptable, and where your line is. But like I mentioned earlier, the most important thing is if you're seeing progress. Your person has a pattern. They have a way of being. We change the rules. We change the game. Or all of a sudden, we're implementing a new rule, like in the case of my mom. You know, when she was teeny tiny, it really didn't matter. But now that my child was becoming really aware that she'd get everything she wants, it started to change the game a little bit. And I had to give my mother grace in that place. So this is up to you. This is why I put the power in your hands. And self-love says, I'm really going to look into this. I'm going to talk to people about it. And I'm going to figure out what's happening here. Because I see often in a lot of relationships, especially romantic relationships, if the thing keeps happening, even though it gets further and further between, there's a lot of resentment that's built up and there's eventually a breakup. What would happen in that moment if you extended grace to your partner? What would happen in that moment if you really took clear inventory of how this is going down, whether it's progressing, whether there's space between the bad behavior or the unacceptable behavior, and can you extend grace to your partner or your person or your child or your parents, whoever it might be, that they're actually trying? 
Now this might feel opposing to everything that I have said so far, and it's not. I want you to know that this is congruent and it's part of our healing and growing. We have to understand that all situations in our life happen for us. There's always an opportunity for growth. And when I started to set really firm boundaries with people, I noticed they wanted to do it. They love me. They, this relationship means a lot to them and they want to be in this relationship, but sometimes they fell down. It didn't mean that I condoned it. It just means I understood. I set the boundary again. Please, you don't do this or whatever it is I needed to say. And I moved on. That might be difficult if people are still combative and fighting to you. But as long as you're seeing the space between, that's what matters. The bit, then the spaces are getting wider and bigger in between because your person is growing. All right, everyone. I hope you gained a lot from this and you're absolutely loving this boundary series, which I hope you actually share with people that you love or friends or family or anybody you know that is struggling in this area. This is probably one of the number one places that I coach around. People don't know that it's a boundary they need to set. They just know somebody else's behavior is not okay with them. And I take the power out of their that person's hands and put it into my client's hands. And I say, you have the power to handle this. And here are the tools. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.